0: Yeah, I've never watched the, the, the Last Airbender. Okay, okay. Watch? We I can talk about this it. too. We can talk about this too, but unpopular but true opinion based on facts. The story of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh
1: huh. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. Oh my gosh.
0: Is a better story than.
1: You're trying to blow people's minds.
0: Star Wars The Original Trilogy. Are you guys ready? Yes.
2: Totally. All right. in the spirit of Alex Thomas. Hey everybody. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to everybody gets one. Uh we have on my left Rio. We have Cece. We have nice. David and we have Natasha. Yay. What's going on, y'all?
1: Nothing Hi, much. much. How's it going?
2: Uh, you know, I'm trying to stay sane, but you know. <laughs> it, is, it is it is what it is um so today we're going to talk to you guys who are our guests but before that we want to get into a couple of things um you know the last of us part 2 came out what like last week yesterday
1: oh, yesterday yesterday yeah. yesterday, yeah. yesterday night. all right
2: so i've never played the first one so like how does it compare to the last game
0: oh Ooh. it's oh Go ahead. Go ahead, love. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, if you
1: don't mind me stepping in, um, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's it's definitely one of the best experiences, I mean, on this console and on PS4 right now that I've had. And just transitioning from replaying The Last of Us, because I, I wanted to make sure I remembered a lot of the story beats before I went into two. Um, because I would say that the first one as a game is... It's such a like visceral experience. You're in this world. I mean, it it's so lifelike. You're, you're talking about living in a post-apocalyptic, you know, US that could possibly, like something like this could happen, like the way that they've plotted it out. Um, and just having this like father-daughter experience um, traveling the country and trying to figure out like, you're trying to deliver this girl to see if she could be a cure for, you know, the end of the world. And just how the story ends is it it was one of the most morally gray it challenged my perception of morality when i completed that game and it i definitely like sat with it for a long time after i, I after i'd beaten it and now i'm just trying to figure out like when we roll into 2 like what is how are we going to raise the stakes on like questioning like what kind of actions would i make as a person when it came between um you know my own personal values and then the life of the world, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so far the gameplay is solid, the music, the sound, the lighting, um, the way that they've set up a lot of the environments, it just feels so lush and lived in. Like, as I played the first game, you could definitely see areas where you were kind of boxed in to kind of take these routes, go that route, but they've made a lot of um, changes to make you seem like you can take divergent paths when you're going certain ways, even when you're following um, the other characters in the world. And um I mean, I just I've already hit a point in the game where I was just like, I don't know if I can keep going. (laughs) Like that's how like how many hours do
0: you have in it? Maybe two hours? Yeah, maybe,
1: maybe almost three hours into the game and (laughs) and it it kind of like rocked my world last night. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. (laughs) Like, am I gonna be okay? So I definitely feel like the storytelling of this game is phenomenal. And I, I didn't even think that they could raise the stakes after what they had done in the first game. And they've gone above and beyond. Yeah. And they've also kind of integrated more of a uh, Grand Theft Auto V where you, you've you you started playing as different people who you don't know and you're building up their world and what, what's happening to them in this world. And initially, I'm kind of like, no, I want to play as the main characters, Joel and Ellie. Like, why are you giving me this other person's story? And it's really being integrated so seamlessly that I'm just like, Now I feel like I have to know like what's going on um, and and why are you important? Like, why have you, why have you come to this point? Um, And I'm also trying to be very broad because I don't want to spoil anything for people about what has happened, but um, it it definitely has me like, I I think I need to (laughs) take a moment.
0: (laughs) Compared to the the previous game too, like, you know, the visuals obviously coming out of, uh, uh, it's uh, Naughty Dog. And like obviously, you expect like amazing graphics, and it it still raises the stakes, right? So like you looked at the graphics of the previous game, and like uh, uh, Tasha was saying, she just finished uh, replaying it <clears throat> on her stream, and so we were looking at the game like mm, this game still it still holds up, it's still pretty good. And then we she cranked that other one up, and I was just like, oh my gosh, look at this snow! Like look at it. <laughs> it's it's real, and um, just the lighting too. Aspects of the lighting look amazing um definitely i mean they put their foot in the graphics it's it's really really good
2: okay cool i mean based on what you said natasha because i haven't played the game i haven't mm-hmm. even played the first game and you know i've been meaning to and i um, yeah i
1: want you to play this game i want to know <laughs> how you feel game.
2: um based on what you just said is like um you have to play it you play as different characters right um because you, 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 missed, you most, mostly wanted to play as like the main uh, character, uh, Ellie. Um, as playing as the other characters, we, we get an insight of their backstory on why they, they are what, how they are. Um, is there a particular character that you feel most sympathetic for?
1: I mean, Joel, the main character, he's, he's definitely one of, his, his situation in this world is who I've felt for the most. And, and then looking at him, his relationship with Ellie. And now we have a new character um, whose name is Abby in this world and transitioning to her. I feel like I have, the, I have just the super strong desire to just know her motivations, because right now it seems like um, th- th- the way they built her up for you to play just hopping in and not knowing anything there's um there's angst there there's uh like tones of revenge and things like that but i don't know anything i don't know what's happening i don't know why she feels this way and on the one hand too her character design she is like so she's 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 she's, she's, like the strong woman she's like she's so buff she (laughs) she's she's she's, like uh, the whole time i just just feel in she don't skip leg day, she don't skip arm day. Like, <laughs> no. just playing with her too just feels fun because I'm just like yanking up some of these clickers, you know, some of the monsters in the uh, the world. And I'm just like, yo, look at you, come get these arms. And it's just like, <laughs> I just feel empowered, like playing as her. But then I'm also like, I feel separated from the characters that I already love. And it's just like, she has this kind of dark, unknown past. And I'm looking for the hope, like, what are we doing now to then restart civilization in this world? Like, is that our path forward? Or is this gonna be like a a human versus human story? And right now, I mean, I'm definitely drawn to Ellie. She's my, I mean, the way that they've constructed her as a child and like maturing now in this second game, I'm definitely drawn to see like, how is she supposed to fulfill whatever her role is in this world um, while also figuring out what Abby's motivation. So it's between the two. Like, I, I desperately want to know what this Abby character's motivation is and why she's gone about, like, some of the things she's done and how she's had to live in this world. But I'm also here for Ellie because I'm just, like, I've grown with her in a sense. And I'm just like, but I want to be with her. I want to see what she's going to do.
2: Yeah. What about you, David? Which character do you feel most sympathetic for?
0: Oh, man. Um I feel most sympath. I had to say, like, Joel, you had to you you feel for Joel off the break from the beginning of the first game. Um, just a couple wanna, of like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to stay spoiler free. But like his. But,
2: but hold on for like, a second, like because I don't know, Joel, I've never <laughs> played. Okay. The game. But for those who haven't played a game, like okay. can you elaborate on like the first game, like what happened to Joel? All
0: right. When you open up, like it's in, you're introduced to um, him, I believe, in his brother. Right. And they're in that truck yeah drive him his brother and yeah, yeah. so you introduce introduced to joel he's like middle-aged um and right away you can tell that um he's he's uh he's a dad right and um without giving any things away some turmoil takes place and you're immediately like oh this ooh, he hits you with the uh somewhat disney feels if i will <laughs> Um, disney plus yeah yeah hit you with that uh hit you with those um those up feels like oh that's not good uh and then so from that point you're kind of like rooting for this guy because you just know some bad stuff has gone down and then like as you go through is he seems like this victim of circumstance all the time it's just like he just happens to be here and it's just like well guess i gotta you know be decent right and so in his efforts to like be decent it's just it it propels the story forward and then you, like Tasha said, you get to this point at the end of the game, and uh, um, honestly, it's a point where she, I, watch, I'm, I'm a big spectator. I can sit and watch other people like play through games like this. Uh, it's actually how she got me into Uncharted. But like um, watching this game, you get to this point, and you're just like, I'm glad I'm not playing because I don't have to decide to keep playing because this isn't really a. It's a decision that the character makes, and it's that one of those moments where you're like, dissonant between the character mm-hmm. and what you might have done or what you think you might have done. So it's, it's like, oh, this is contention, like deep contention rooted in it, but you want to finish and you have to finish. And it, like, it's, it's, I feel like that's why we are so attached to them. And um, I oh, would yeah. say
1: too, it, it challenges that morality. Like um, there it, it um, in Telltale's Walking Dead, there was like a segment in the first game too, where This they they polled, like, just seeing how players react, it it calculates what choices people make. And there are, it's a point in that game, too, where it's, like, a lot of players did not choose to move forward with playing the game at that point. Like, there's a stopping point in the game because the characters could not make a decision. And it it does, like, it gives you that. Like, this was my choice. Like, I chose to put this game down. I chose to stop, um, you know, playing. I didn't want to have to make that decision. And And it kind of, like you know, of course you want to finish a game, but then there's certain choices where you just feel like you want to walk away. And this game doesn't, it doesn't give you that choice. And then it, it kind of like, it, it fights with your, your, your morals basically. And, and it's not all people, all people probably won't feel the same way, but I think that that's what this story gives to you is just like, what would you have done or what, what type of scenario, um, how would you react? Like, what are your, what are your moral values on, how you think that these, you know, characters should go about in this world. And and again, like David's saying with um he's like a victim of circumstance. It's just like, you know, you live in a post apocalyptic world. Are you willing to kill, you know, another human? You know, are you just okay with killing these infected people? Like do you feel like these infected people are are still human? It's it's like, you know, uh where where do you draw the bar at at, you know, humanity but when it comes to survival and protecting your own?
0: Okay. <laughs> I um add no one to that point. So this I've, I've been being quiet because i'm like uncharted or not uncharted the last of us the first game is my favorite game of all time wow like, i love that game yeah more than i've le- ever loved the video game it's the only <laughs> video game that i've ever played that i would like it actually made me a little bit emotional the only mm-hmm. one so i knew like it, there was something about it mm-hmm. but so like what you guys are saying i like the uh victim of circumstance line mm-hmm. that's completely per- That's like the perfect way to describe Joel. Um, but I feel like when you get to the end, the way that they wrote the game and the way that mm-hmm. they structured the game and the path that it kind of forces you down and mm-hmm. you see the interactions between the interactions and growth mm-hmm. between, uh, Joel and Ellie, I think the reason that they don't give you a choice at the end of the game is because they want you to feel like that is the only choice. Yeah. Like as the player.
1: And I like, would definitely say on my replay, like I actually was more comfortable with it. I think the first time I played it, I was very upset. I think I even like walked away. There were, there were several moments too, where I was just like, Oh my God, what's happening. I don't know if I can process this, but I definitely feel like it has given me that perspective to see his, I've lived more in his shoes now playing it a second time.
0: Right. Yeah. I'll definitely say the first time through she played it and she got to this point and she was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> 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 moment, I think I want to say one time she died on purpose. She's like, this ain't this can't Wow <laughs> right. <down> like this. <laughs>
2: Um Rio, didn't you like finish playing the game this morning?
0: What? oh no, uh part two? No, I've been playing like I've got way more than three hours. Oh dang, hours. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to like, I had to put it down a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I probably played for like twelve hours.
1: Wow. Like
0: I I killed my PS4 controller. That was the only thing that stopped me from playing. (laughs) Um so So yeah, it's uh I made a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) that was about it.
3: But it's also slightly concerning.
0: Oh no? (laughs) Yeah. It's I've been waiting years for this game. So and it Mm -hmm. is giving me everything that I could ask for. So mm-hmm. it's I mean, a, but is, like no go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Uh, <laughs> go
2: ahead.
0: <laughs> um, but like you guys were saying, as far as like graphics, I mean it's it's pushing the PS4 to its can total max. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a fan underneath my PS4 wow. right now. Um, you know, like a laptop fan to just yeah. to keep it cool so that way I don't have any issues <laughs> along the way. But yeah. um, it's amazing, and I've got the the PS4 Pro 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic looking, right? Like, yeah. To a yeah. side note, <clears throat> it's a little frustrating looking at the game because the last thing I played was uh, Final Fantasy VII the remake. So I'm in the mm-hmm. middle of playing the oh, game. It's like, oh yeah, it looks good, looks good, and then I see these textures, and I'm like, oh, this kind of flat. And then yeah. I get close, I'm
1: like, hmm,
0: mm, it didn't even it don't pop. Yeah, this ain't pop yet. What's going <laughs> on, right? And so I'm looking at I looked at that game and, you know, looking at uh, last of us, you are just like, am I in the PS five? <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: I mean speaking of PS five, you guys getting that when it comes out?
1: Oh, definitely. So
2: Day you, one. you're gonna get the first batch?
1: Day one. Yeah, I'm a first batcher.
0: I'm
1: a first batcher. Uh and then that that know me on like my uh my switch because I definitely had that drifting Joy Con for like a mm-hmm. full year
0: until mm-hmm. Nintendo fixed it, but uh <laughs> Yeah, more than, than likely patch. she'll get the first one and then it'll be like a year later. <laughs> then
1: now. I'll get I'll get a new one or and then he month. will get my first one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Basically you're gonna get Dave's gonna get the first one, then Natasha's <laughs> gonna get the PS five Pro. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get the hand-me-downs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, I got
1: I got the upgraded uh, the PS Pro, and then he got my my Batman limited edition one. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: that's
3: not a bad hand. The Mando,
2: good. That's, good. that's good. <laughs> good. I mean, with the games that's coming out for PS Five, like which ones are you most uh, excited about?
1: Um, honestly, that um. That Arcane Studio game, I cannot remember the name right off the top of my head.
0: Was it that the one, one with the skating and
1: there? No, no, the no, 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 no! It's the one with the replay. They're dying in their replay. They're they're oh, reloading on this island. I
2: got you. I yeah, love yeah. Arcane
1: Studio, so I'm I'm like all about that prey, dishonored. Like their environments yeah. are like top tier. I want to just throw out this weird thing that I have. I I like if I live in, if I'm in a lived in world. And they have a house, and you go into the house, or you go into like a, a work or a job or whatever. I want to know that there's like a bathroom in this place. Like, Pokemon kills me that she there are no bathrooms, the bathrooms in these and games. She and she like, out
0: one of the roo- rooms in the, uh, in the replay of Last of Us, she was like, This this room doesn't act like it didn't fit right. Like, one of them had like a, a toilet, but no like sink or something. she's like, Yeah, room... yeah, there
3: was no sink in the bathroom. <laughs> Someone who lived by the Sims, I can appreciate that.
0: Yes. <laughs> that is so funny because playing like this new last of us i've mm-hmm. actually noticed things like that like when mm-hmm. you go into the bathrooms there's actually like air dryers and i'm like yes. wow well, i'm like the detail like <laughs> the an air dryer in the bathroom like, <laughs> like, you know, i want to like, know hand sanitizer yes uh. <laughs> i'm not gonna give a spoiler but if if and when you get the game the new the part two mm-hmm. uh look around uh the rooms in the space, because there's some little Easter eggs. Uh- oh, the PS3.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's what I was like. Yeah, my, yeah. my 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 fatty. my fatty. Thanks,
2: Rio. Thanks. I uh, you know I was gonna <laughs> try to play the game and I know that would have been a <laughs> big, big surprise for me to see nostalgia right there, but you just
0: <laughs> fucked it up. All right. Oh, it's oh but it's just like, awesome.
1: Yes, and they they had to have the big boy. Yeah. Like- the best one. The and big
0: body. Yeah, yes, I'm about big to put body. You the
1: big body PS3. <laughs> and and even too, They threw a little Jack and Daxter in there, and I was just like, Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean with the with The Last of Us Two, um, comparing the gameplay with uh Ellie, um, in the first one, because I looked at a review, um, she wasn't able to jump, right? Or there was like no jump button. <laughs>
1: no, there they weren't uh she couldn't swim no well, well yeah the, in the first
0: one she couldn't swim and joel could swim so some of the puzzles that's right. right yeah yes yeah, as joel yeah um and i know that
1: but she could jump you, onto things like there there i don't really think that there are there are no hops like like you can't just bunny hop throughout the game i don't think <laughs> um and honestly i cannot tell if i've ever done so but i know that there's ledges and stuff if you run to the ledges it'll trigger the run when you when you hit x but i don't think you can just jump in place Mm -hmm. Um, as far as gameplay. But they've they've added a lot of nuances for um maneuvering through spaces and uh now there's like a prone so you can like solid snake under stuff and that they didn't have before.
2: No box that you can hide in. No
1: box though, no box. But yes, but definitely can hide under vehicles and, and crawl under uh things.
2: Um anything different about like some of the uh like clickers or I don't even know the other types of infected
1: I've only run into clickers and runners. Um, so I would I say
0: the, the, the watching you in that first segment, like the first sequence of like combat, the way in which they attack, just it looks more cinematic the way when you're dealing with one than it than it did previously. Oh,
1: there is a new feature, you get to dodge. Like yeah. dodging was not in the game before. So yeah, now the clickers or the, the runners and things like that, they will swing at you and you need to also dodge. Because before you kind of just like either melee them or, or I would say like nine times out of 10, you were just going to get the animation of them grabbing you before you couldn't even really fight them off. They would they Mm -hmm. unless you had like a melee weapon. But um, you are more than likely going to get into an animation where they just grab you and you have to do a a button prompt to push them off. But now, yeah, you have to actively kind of watch how they attack you, dodge and then attack back. Um, And so that that's a new new feature.
0: Yeah. The thing that I've noticed with uh, part 2 is the clicker interactions are actually less scary than the human interactions. Really? Yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, honestly, they're just easier to take out because they they're even they're even more simple and less scary than the runners because runners can see you. So you definitely have to make sure that you maneuver around spaces better. You're aware of things that are behind you. Um, whereas the clickers, as long as you're not bumping into stuff, stepping on things, um, you can just roll up on them and shank shank. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, take that. <laughs> but
0: yeah. Like, the people, I think, I think that might be a statement to the greater like story of the. Oh, you're of, like, right. Yeah, and, the, too, and the like people yeah. are scary. People are the threat. <laughs> then the actual like it's like kind of Walking Dead esque. It's yeah. like that really makes that makes
2: human. more sense. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes more sense.
1: And and I think that that's like where I am in this story right now. Since I haven't gotten too far, and even just my my interactions with this new 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 character Abby, it, it does give me that tone. I'm just like, why are you here? Like why are you trying to mess this up for other humans like why are are we gonna start a war like what's happening like there's too much tension too much uh um her mindset is one of revenge and i'm just kind of like like literally we're in apocalypse i think we need to let some shit go oh i don't know if i can
2: but (laughs) i mean you're gonna be on edge like all the way around like 24 7 you're gonna be on edge so to kind of like let something go uh it's going oh, to that's the that's the thing but i'm
1: just like to the detriment of like there is a like, greater threat at all times like we are trying to live like let's Which not mess- why you if never we if we have thing a thing settlement i'm just like let's not mess anything up like let's 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 go ahead and like everybody will initiate the dual system again okay we got beef we need to go out and handle it let's not affect everyone else around us so i mean and i don't know if that's where the story's going to go but i just feel like why are we causing trouble abby chill out like Go lift something. <laughs> go go bench <binge> some cars. <laughs>
2: wow.
1: i <a> gangster, yo.
2: <laughs> I mean, she, uh, she is. I mean, I'm surprised she didn't shank David after not getting What a
3: <laughs> oh, no. breakfast. She just explained the G-code in all of us, too. <laughs> <laughs> Help. <laughs>
2: right. um, so I guess we're going to move forward with uh, the ghost of Tsushima. Have you guys uh you know, seeing the trailers, uh, what can you expect from this game? Like wh- what do you think is gonna like surprise you when it comes out um july seventeenth?
1: I think just like the uh the vast open world, like this is supposed to be like kind of a choose your own adventure, so to speak. You live oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, David. <laughs>
0: oh You on mute. I was waving, that was it. A- oh, <laughs> Wow! Wow, Right? No, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) sorry, Um, but yeah, this is supposed to be kind of like a a, just an open world, almost stealth samurai adventure. Mm. So, Mm. um, I feel like they haven't really given a lot of information, and I haven't really been seeking out too much because a lot of times, you know, people are always trying to like uh, just reveal it all. Um, so I do want to get the experience of this game, but i am I'm am kind of confused how it's going to happen because it does seem to be either like either a day and night cycle or there's going to be like a um, some type of progression of time throughout this world. so I'm just kind of confused as how we're supposed to have an open open world kind of stealth adventure and then also have transitions between timelines mm. so um, so,
2: um for those of you who don 't know what the ghost of Tsushima is uh, it takes place in japan 's uh, uh Kamakura uh, period on the island of Tsushima uh, uh, where the Mongols Empire where the mongrel uh empire invades the homeland of of our hero uh Jin sakai uh, uh he 's formally trained as a samurai um, but he quickly learns that <laughs> that he has to set aside his traditional ways of being a samurai and kind of like he must use guerrilla warfare uh and dishonorable tactics in order to protect his homeland which is mainland japan um again uh with this game there's no traditional uh marker or waypoint to show like the next uh objective um it's kind of weird because uh there is like this button that you press where it shows you like a gust of wind to show Mm -hmm. where your next uh point of interest uh is or uh you can see like uh like birds or or foxes uh and you follow them to your next uh waypoint uh and then there's also like uh you might see like a town on fire mm-hmm. that might uh get you into like a small little mini uh uh I don't know, how would you describe it
1: uh you know like a quest
2: adventure quest yeah. yes um uh, apparently this game is 40 to 50 hours
1: and then like if it's non-linear like that it's probably gonna be longer because if you're just gonna be searching around for like what you want to do how you want to interact with people um that's what i'm, I'm kind of confused as how we are going to progress through this story um with it being non-linear like you're not going to have kind of like what is the ultimate motivation is just going to be going from town to town to save people but also stealthy
2: yeah um <laughs> I was talking with Rio, and I was telling him that this game reminded me of Onimusha, like just the, just like the, I guess what the PS4 was like updated graphics, Uh, just like the style of it, um, the look, um, and then also uh, was the game that just came out not too long ago, Sekiro, yes, that one. And Rio said that his favorite game was uh, not only Musha, but uh, which one was it?
0: Tenchu stuff. Oh fast. yes, Tengi,
2: yes,
1: yes. I'm I love stealth games, so I'm all about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear Solid.
1: Yes, yes. All so, uh, I'm, I'm the sneak yeah. sneaky. <laughs> you
0: watched her play Metal Gear Solid without alerting anyone. So which one? The very first one for five. PlayStation? It was well, five. It was four. Four. It was four. Yeah. Uh, Sons Wait. of Li- that wasn't Sons of Liberty, was it? I do believe uh, it was Sons of Liberty. Yeah. War. Oh, that game I freaked me out. It was creepy. Yeah, because like, it had the moves the Yeah, the move moves. Like, yeah. yeah. No, 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 that not legs, that part. But they like <laughs> they made moos sounds. That's creepy. That is it was <laughs> not pleasant to hear.
2: <laughs> the The part that creeped me out was the the part where they read your your data and it it told you like what games you have on your memory card. Oh yeah. And that that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, that joint, it scared the shit out of me. And I, I immediately how, how turned do off you my know? game. Oh, no. I turned off my game.
1: I think that was like most, like, mostly everyone's reaction because it's just like, I don't know what's happening
0: here anymore. Yeah. Or unplugging from the uh, first player slot and putting in the second player slot so yes. that way you can't read your mind. <laughs> Are you serious? That's, yeah. that's- oh, Metal Gear. Hideo Kojima is a genius. He's
1: always trying to mess with you. Even though I will say I haven't, uh what is it?
0: Which I'm one? trying
1: to. I, I was trying to look for the game, but I couldn't. Death Stranding. Death Stranding.
0: Yeah. Mm. Oh, the Walking Simulator.
1: The Walking Simulator. I have not played that one though because I felt like it's just weird and trippy.
0: Yeah, same I'm curious here. With uh, with Ghost though, uh, about the leveling process. Like I'm, I'm big on leveling and character creation. Like those are two things that I will spend hours trying to perfect or what have you. And, like, I'm just curious with it being so nonlinear, if they're going to give you a sort of, like, discovered path versus, like, telling you exactly what skills and stuff you get or you, what you get upgrade. upgrade.
2: Um, I think you probably get to, depending on the leveling, you probably get to pick which skill path you want to go go on. Because I know there's two different play styles. You can be either a samurai or you can be a ghost, which I just basically call it a ninja. Um, But... With this game, yeah, I think um, at some point when we look at the leveling system, it might be kind of similar to um, Sekiro, uh, where they have like you can uh, either max out your was it like your machete arm or something like that, or whatever what other, what other uh, weapons you have like a uh, certain moves. Right.
1: Um, right. Yeah.
2: So, uh, I mean, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. Um, Mm -hmm. I know the one thing, though, that I will probably do once I finish beating the game. uh, They have this little traditional, like, old-style samurai filter. You turn everything Mm -hmm. into black and white.
1: That's cool. So,
2: it'll look like you're playing a traditional, like, you're playing a movie. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, I mean, it's going to be... I'll probably have to figure out, like, my contrast on my my TV so I can see everything clearly, but um, once I finish the game, I will definitely play it in black-and-white mode to probably get that whole traditional cinema feel.
1: Yes, play. yeah.
2: But, um, I mean, Rio, what about you? You, you excited for this game? Because I know you, like,
0: um, so Imagine I it. really didn't pay any attention to this game until I went <laughs> to go pick up my copy of The Last of Us. Wow. And the guy at GameStop <laughs> sold me on it. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh he and I stood there and talked about it, and that was when I brought up Tenchu Stuff Assassins and like mm. took him back like about 25 years. <laughs> <Wow>. Um <laughs> and uh but yeah, now I'm uh I'm pumped, I'm ready for it. Uh because <laughs> The Last of Us was pretty much it for me, like as far as games for this year. Oh I wow. Mean, yeah, Spider Man PS4 rocked me. That was freaking awesome. I love okay. that game. Yes. Um and then after that I've just been playing the ever living crap modern out warfare. of modern warfare. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and the little kids. Yeah. I'm obsessed with like destroying twelve year olds. So Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that-
2: you might want to rephrase
0: that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I I painted myself on that one. <laughs> yeah, hey, y'all know me. Y'all know what I meant. <laughs> yes. Uh,
2: I mean, David. Uh, any other like games that you've played similar to like Ghost?
0: Um, I did play some Sekiro. Um, not very well, and not very much. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's died twice, and I died way twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> but, but, it's <laughs> like that 23 times uh, but it, it, I did appreciate like a lot of the stealth like stealth kills and stuff like that um, because it did depending on how you approached it the if you surveyed enough of the areas right you were able to pick a route that was pretty clean to where you'd be able to take out things and the interesting thing was the the some of the respawns would happen if you left from one area come back to another area and so you could sort of set up how you would level or how you would grind out by by working out and so eventually you got really good at traversing those certain areas and then like with second is there's like a time shift like a, a time warp kind of deal going on mm-hmm. and so and going from one side to the other side is a little different too. So you sort of get familiar with those. Um, I will say I love the boss fights though. And I I think that, I don't know, for this one, for Ghost, it kind of looks like there's gonna be, uh, you're still gonna be fighting humans and stuff. I know Sekiro is a lot of like mystical, like beasts and things that you fought and like some a lot of fantasy elements involved with the the game. Almost like
1: ninja scroll type.
0: um, Yeah, yeah very much but with this one i don't know i'm curious man um i don't do a lot of stealth games like tasha doesn't like i'm like that's not me i don't try to scare myself she plays resident evil i'm like no i'm good
2: so what do you play like
0: i play you also play co-op games (laughs) i play co-op games
2: crash bandicoot all that cutie stuff
0: i hit the i love me some overcooked uh I like, <laughs> um, and then I like uh, RTSs a bit. Like mm-hmm. I play some strategy games. Like, um, what was it? Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Four just came out recently, and so like I, I was a big. I liked the first one a lot. Um, so I've play, I play those, and what do we normally play? I mean, I play a lot of multiplayer. I'm more of a like. Also, um, mm-hmm. Or we just play Streets of Rage. Uh,
1: yeah, and that that was. Fantastic.
0: Like, that was um, my game. Like, and as a kid, it was like, go over my friends. Oh, yeah. A few, six, yep. seven hours of just uh, beating up people. Yeah. What it? yeah so was what, what was the best Streets of Rage then? Best Streets street, of Rage? Okay, that's tough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right. I'm going to put, I'm going to say two. I understand your, your, <laughs> I understand your position. <laughs> um, but it's really hard to say two without the mobility of skate. So if you're playing anybody else as a kid, you're like, this kind of sucks because he can run around and no one else can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do like three for the dodge and the run feature. Um, like okay. the roll and the dodge. Yeah. Which on Streets of Rage 4, you have access to that on those characters if you're playing them in the, the fourth game, which is like pretty awesome. Um, I am upset that the newer characters don't aren't able to do that. But yeah, I think Two is pretty good. It's just pretty good. I just feel like two was the most balanced. I feel like three kind of but yeah you can't play. And I don't. I don't even feel like four is very do balanced you get the either. In, in two, is that when you get to play as the kangaroo? No, that's three. I want to say. Yeah. See, three takes it for me. I just wow. <sighs> You get to play as a kangaroo, dog. That's that's why. <laughs> you get to play as a kangaroo in Tekken too, though.
2: That's the only yeah. That's, that's the only that's game true. I played as, as a kangaroo. Like I've never <laughs> <laughs> the fuck.
1: And like he's when you see him in four, and we were like, "Yo, can we get him? Like, what do we got to do in this bar to like get the kangaroo?" And so far, we have not been able to unlock him, and we haven't looked it up. If you can,
0: <laughs> just work in the bar. Okay. You're Like, come on, bro. Try to <laughs> All right.
1: Get out this bar. Like, this is animal abuse. Why they got you back here? <laughs> I beat
0: up everyone in here. you <laughs> not selling liquor to these people. They're
1: unconscious. <laughs>
2: i can't get over the fact that you can play as a kangaroo (laughs) but so he just like hops around just kicking people
0: so he's a pet right so he's a pet kangaroo and he comes in as like a mini boss so you're fighting the boss and then they have this kangaroo (laughs) Um, so it's funny because it's one of those first uh hidden unlockable characters that you introduce to and so you're you're playing with your friends and a lot of them won't know that uh a lot of kids wouldn't know you know without like game facts and all that stuff that we have now but like they wouldn't know that if you beat the boss without beating the the kangaroo that the kangaroo just hops off screen and then the next time you go into character select you you can use him so it was it was a fun little easter egg and like we we as a kid you just i get to be a kangaroo let's get it and he's got his little boxing gloves just rocking people so
2: yep all right i'm about to put this on my emulator <laughs> <laughs>
0: You got to
2: do it. I'm interested to see how this gameplay is going to look like.
3: It is the most realistic pet you can have if you wanted a pet that could actually throw hands. That is not yes. right realistic.
1: Yes, uh, yes, I'm saying. you will get messed up by a kangaroo.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen somebody get kicked in the ch- in the chest by a kangaroo.
3: Yeah, <laughs> a kickbox.
2: That <laughs> is just ridiculous. All right, so I'm trying to see. So, David and Natasha, like, what are you guys currently watching on Netflix? And you just waving to somebody else again.
1: I know, like, I'm so glad
0: you brought that up. I want them to go first. <laughs> so sorry, guys. I don't want to confuse you with, like, hand signals. <laughs> oh, Netflix right now? Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. Natasha's going to tell you about a whole lot of Korean shows that she's watching. Um, uh, we just finished... What did we just finish? Or was that HBO? That oh, was HBO.
2: Disney was Plus? Anything on Disney Plus? HBO.
0: Wow. Because uh, we just <laughs> we finished uh, uh, Westworld. Westworld. Yeah, we, did HBO. Not, we did
1: not actually finish Westworld. We did not. We
0: you should. It's good. And honestly,
1: I want to talk about that in like a separate thing because I have issues. Well, this is the reason why <laughs> I have not finished it. It's kind of along my handmade Tale issues. Oh yeah. I'm just like being pulled out of it. Now.
0: Really? Okay. Oh, yeah, yes. we can do a separate episode yes. about Westworld. Yeah, yes. we yeah. I'm
1: right. just gonna Season. I just wanna mention these like, you know, these white female saviors, you know. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. Oh, yeah, okay, we're gonna but do it, another episode about yeah. Westworld. Yeah, it we hurts hurt. me a
1: bit. So that and that and handmaid's
0: mm. <laughs> tail. I wanna bury
1: <laughs> <laughs> bury that box. Or either I wanna expose that box and be like, look, y'all, this is not going cool.
0: this box. <laughs> this box don't really exist, okay.
2: <laughs> what about you natasha what do you what have you seen on netflix
1: well i i've just finished up the uh a korean drama called the king <laughs> um and it's fantastic um it's it's got kind of like a dual dual reality dual world kind of um kind of theme to it so it's like a you get to cross over into an alternate reality uh this king he's not a king in one world but a king in another and they're basically trying to solve like a a coup happened in his world and so now they're trying to um take over the other world and he's trying to combat that um and and this it's it's very very overly romantic um Um, but uh outside of that i did just finish up dorohidoro so that was Oh, yeah. And our segue. Yeah, <laughs> I have not been able to find anything to, like, ramp up after that. Like, it has been, like, my tippy top. And I'm just like, I don't know what I can find right now to, uh, to top this.
2: <laughs> David, you, I'm guessing you've watched this show with her? Uh, a little which bit. Which you yeah, should have.
1: See,
0: this is the thing.
2: Okay, that's a problem.
0: <laughs> this is a problem. I want y'all to call him out on <laughs> I've watched, it. I've watched some of the show. But she has this interesting way of starting shows when I'm, like, ready to go to sleep. And so... <laughs> I have inherited a body shutdown, so when it's time for my body says, "Hey, it's time to go to bed." It does not matter where I am, what I'm doing, or how entertaining or engaging the show might be. It's time to go to bed. So I have missed several pieces of doing, like, and I wake up in the middle of the show, like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, did they just go through a door to another door, and like, and I have to get caught back up for her?
2: Right, so you, you go to bed at seven o'clock. But, um <laughs> for those of us who don't know what the is, it takes place in like a post apocalyptic uh setting um it so there's two different uh dimensions there's a dimension called the whole, and there's the sorcerer's world um the whole basically it reminds me of akira
3: hmm
2: um it's a world where where the humans live, <clears throat> and some of them are like disfigured and disformed and the reason is because of sorcerers they come into their world to basically practice their magic or just fuck around um and um we have two two characters we have kaiman who's basically like a lizard man um we don't know his backstory he's basically like an enigma within an enigma because inside of him he has (laughs) He has a person inside of him, and then he goes around with another, uh, our second character, uh, the Kaido. Um, She basically cooks all his delicious meals. Uh, She runs a a restaurant. Um, Secretly, she's also a wizard that Kaiman finds out later on in in the series. But that really doesn't change uh, the dynamic of their friendship. Um, but Kaiman, he basically goes around killing uh, sorcerers. And before he does that, he basically puts their head in, in his mouth because the person inside of his mouth basically has to judge whether that person is the one. And we don't know who the one is yet. We kind of do. It, it was in one of those episodes. Um, but it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's weird it's it's very weird because you have sources that can turn people into (laughs) uh, mushrooms you have someone that can turn into uh turn other people into like lizards and transform into like a a big ass lizards um you have a guy his name is uh shin who could basically cut you up but you're still alive you don't feel any pain but you're still alive like you're cut into pieces Mm -hmm. um and there's another person that works with shin called uh was it now, or oh, Yeah, Noi. she's like Noi. a Noi. She's a a muscular, a muscular woman she's, who basically she's, a thick girl. she's very. Oh my gosh, stick.
0: She don't skip like, like, <laughs>
2: she, <No. laughs> she 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 <laughs> she's basically like a female version of Zangief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has the ability to basically heal people, and I want to say she's kind of immortal because she's died a couple of times, and her body just. She just comes back to life. Um, but what is your take on Hidoro? Uh, I
0: think it's, it's interesting because it's one of the few 3D infused. Like, Why are you trying uh, to take my talking point? I was getting ready to lead you in. See, <laughs> I'm setting you up. Because I was going to say it's one of the few that I that, uh, actually <laughs> like. Because <laughs> she's, she's particular about that. Um, you' about to get shanked. But see, I don't, I don't set you up. You're supposed to knock it down. <laughs>
2: well, go ahead, Natasha. Go ahead and take it away from David.
1: Okay, yank. <laughs> I
2: know <right?
1: laughs> Um. So I definitely, I, I have a a very strong issue with a lot of the CG animations, especially the ones that Netflix has been cranking out because I definitely think they're all run under the same studio. And I think that they use a lot of the same rigs for their animation. Um, Mm -hmm. And definitely because it's speedier, it's faster. It Probably um, they're able to use similar animations for scenes. Um, And and again, I don't know this per se, just that's what I get from when I see their shows and all of the movements and motions that happen within those cg shows um they're so glaring especially when it comes to action sequences and running it's still so clunky and chunky and slow and initially when i saw the show and especially i don't know why it was because i feel like a lot of the shows that netflix you know recommends to me outside of like korean shows um they're usually in you know you know, Spanish or German or whatever. And like this show was just in English. And it just looked awkward. The 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 monotone voices as they were talking. And I'm just like, what is this lizard man? And why is he talking like this? And it just, it just kept playing. And somehow, every time I logged on to Netflix, it would just play. Whenever I finished another show, it would start playing. And it was grating. I was just like, I hate whatever this is. But I'm also intrigued. Like, why did he just bite that man? And so I think one day I was just starting to draw and I was like, I need something in the background. I don't care what it is. I just want to put on something. Um, and I just was just like, fine, Netflix, you did it. You forced my hand. I'll, I'll watch this show. But I, I switched it to Japanese and the moment they, it started the way it opened up. I was just like fully immersed. I couldn't look away. Um, especially because how it opens up, he is there. They're starting in the middle of a fight and he does, um, You know, the whole point is he's trying to figure out who turned him into a lizard. And that's kind of like his his crux. His partner is helping him to uh, fight to protect people from also getting uh, practiced on by these sorcerers and um, help him find whoever turned this way because she's the person who found him after he got turned. And in that scene, he bites the guy. The person inside of him comes up and it's like, okay, you're not the one. And then he just like L's him. And I was just like... What just happened? Well, before like, he did
2: that, him up though. <laughs> before he did that, he was like, "What did the voice inside of my mouth say?"
0: Right, <laughs> right. That's right. The, the crazy thing <laughs> right. too is like he doesn't hear; he can't hear the voice in his mouth. Right, he like, has to get
1: it. He has to ask the person.
0: That that's what kind of threw me was the fact that he doesn't even know who this person is. Right, but that's
1: him. that's the whole. he doesn't know he knows there's someone inside of him he knows that he's also been changed he doesn't know how that correlates so it's kind of this journey like there's somebody inside me i don't know if that was me or is me and i need to figure out how this happened we're we're tired and then there's the whole crux of like these sorcerers are coming to this place to just practice on people we don't know why they have to practice on people um and you do find out later about you know what their lives as sorcerers are like um but again that opening was just so bombastic i was just like what just happened and the fact that it was like magic is like okay more magic is involved because i don't think i'd really paid attention to the trailer outside of him just chomping people and them showing bits of that and the opening of the show to even before transition to that the opening of the show felt very very like paranormal activity i was just kind of like yo this song like what's happening it's got like crazy colors and it's got this weird loop factor going on this beautiful setup of um of you know like of the girl cooking like you know she's showing meal preparation and i do love that a lot for a lot of japanese um and korean shows just showing meal preparations throughout mm-hmm. uh the shows and food um, wars yes food wars <laughs> exactly yeah I'm just like anytime i get like to see food animated or created and i mean it just brings that kind of you know culture in about why it's important and and I don't think that we get that in a lot of television for us to just see meals being prepared mm-hmm. um, and just how it relates to like how you eat and how you eat with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, again, that, that opening just, I was like sold after that. And then just to see that how fluid the combat was in this show, every single episode, it just ramps up. It just ramps up and ramps up. And I'm just like, yo, how much better can this get? And it's also, I mean, it's, it's crazy just, having a dude slice people up and then, then just, you know, we're just going to carry them around, and, you know, in a trash yeah. bag.
2: Like, <laughs> Kaido is basically like, she's, we find out that she's a sorcerer, but she's she's very good with hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, like you said, it's so fluid. Like, it's amazing what she can do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then the hits,
1: we, you feel them in the show.
2: Didn't she break somebody's neck?
1: Oh, Yes. yeah Yeah. she's broken she's broken a
2: couple couple people oh oh in that first episode uh (laughs) i forgot the dude's name who was about to use magic on her but she came around him and he was pointing his finger to use his his uh power and then she basically just like like this and then broke his finger yes with ease. Like
1: right. The amount of like damage that they do to these sorcerers to try to stop them from using magic is absolutely absurd. And I will say that like what is so fantastic about the show is that you have this kind of, you know, you think that oh these sorcerers are just these bad people who are coming to mess with these, you know, these other humans. And I've never seen a world too where we're like, oh well sorcerers are like this evil. They're not this cool, Mm. cute, magic y people who are here to do good. But it's not a good versus bad perspective anyway throughout this show. Like, the quote unquote villains or the antagonists of the show are very likable characters. Um, again, one of the characters is a victim of his circumstance, how he has risen to power within the sorcerer's world, and like how he's trying to maintain um, an organization. It's like nothing about that is wrong or evil or bad. Like, he's just trying to make sure that his people survive. And there's just something that has not been explained to the audience yet about why sorcerers need to practice on this whole i don't even know are these people real like i don't even think that we really get that there's specifically humans and specifically sorcerers or like why the hole exists like who put the hole there um but it it's like that whole you know aspect of the show is like I love these characters too. I'm also rooting for what they need to get accomplished, but I also want Kaiman to figure out like who did this to him. And there's also, if, if, you know, people are familiar with cowboy bebop. There's a, a character who's very uh, much like, uh, Ed in the show. Oh, Abby
2: Sue. Yes.
1: And like, I just adore her. And I'm just like, yo, I just, I love everything about like her interactions when she's on screen and just the sittingness because the show definitely has dark, dark issues and the fighting is a bit gruesome but then we have this ebb and flow of like light hearted moments throughout it especially when she's on screen
2: yeah i remember one time she threw up in a car like yeah. she wanted to see something and then they didn't want to give it to her and then it was like you know what <laughs> take a look and then she looked at it and then all you heard was <laughs> you see all this shit just come out her mouth um but we find like one of her powers is to basically uh I guess transform into some type of lizard, and it looks exactly like Kyman mm-hmm. And <laughs> I know one of the episodes, um, <laughs> Kyman found her in an alley and basically put her head in his mouth. The person in his mouth in his mouth was like, "You're the one." We we find that out like it's one of, in one of those episodes. Um, but in doing this. Uh, one of the sorcerers was trying to pull, pull her head out of his mouth but he ended up basically ripping her face off
1: yeah yeah the show in the is, process it's definitely a bit gruesome but in a
2: a
0: bit oh. gruesome
1: yes. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
2: i'm really gonna
0: football, have to watch football. this it's
1: thing you have to watch it
0: <laughs> you guys yeah. have sold me on this yeah. Ugh, i just finished baki now i gotta watch this
1: and see i don't like baki like i am not a fan of uh, baki, and well, i do not like the, the animation here. like <laughs> <laughs> is it the it's animation just, or is <laughs> the art style
0: it's
1: the it's the art style the art style is just art like style.
0: hideous to me and it's okay. just like un, unpleasant for me to watch so here's the thing. Like guys who like to watch guys and I I'm assuming girls. Let me know. My be sister like is a huge fan of Baki.
1: Or, like she's right. been reading him since like elementary. She's been she's it, been into
0: Baki. I wanna say that if you know somebody who's a fan of Baki, they're probably also a fan of like Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I'm we a just, huge
1: fan of Dragon Ball Z. We <laughs> We just
0: wanna watch people fight. Like that's yeah. it. We just wanna watch people fight and be but see, super I wanna violent. see it
1: fight well. That's why I like like Hidoro, like that this is some solid fighting like it's it's like some of the best that i've seen yet and just the way how fluid it is how visceral it is how you feel like some of these hits it's intense that was how felt about berserk yes berserk berserk is crazy and it's still but it's still like it's i don't know i don't
2: <laughs> you also gotta think about the times too like when you <laughs> okay. watch baki like did you watch it from 2001 or did you like? yes
1: i watched and yeah i haven't watched any of the new stuff like literally i just have i just have not watched any new grapple so if you watch the new stuff
2: it's more fluid like the fighting is Mm. is a lot fluid um and i agree with you like when i look at 2001 baki like Mm. the animation is fucking horrendous (laughs) it is terrible um baki doesn't even look like baki
1: and that's why, that's why I was also thrown off by how it looked even now. And I was just like, what is this show even? Like, it's morphed. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, you just have to, like, get into it for the story. Like, I mean, it's kind of similar to, like, uh, Initial D. How, mm-hmm. like, in the beginning, all the characters looked kind of whack. But once they started improving the graphics and then they just made everything uh, cell shaded and 3D, it looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. So I mean I mean I can give you that, but please watch Baki.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it, it all just comes down to like people on extreme power levels and you know, that yeah. kind of being entertained by that. Just yeah. like the, the, the sheer uh, strength. Yeah. And I I th- was
1: talking with someone about it even maybe it was like the day before yesterday too, because I think we were trying to talk about like uh, shows really good fighting shows in general and they were just like you need to watch baki and it's just like
2: tell me what to do
1: it's ugly
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean you just gotta if you understand so if you don't watch it at least you can try like understand the backstory of it Mm -hmm. and then you can watch like the updated graphics and everybody beating the shit out of each yeah. other people getting poisoned limbs getting broken all that stuff yeah i hear uh, it's
0: gone off the rails like oh, oh yeah fucking god yeah, yes. doesn't, everything, yeah. Though, doesn't everything go off the rails yeah it's like
2: for anime i i think in order to get somebody into it and this is how i got hooked on to attack on titans because i saw somebody get their head bitten off by a titan i was like <laughs> what the fuck is this um especially aaron's mom when <laughs> that first episode when she died I say, like you, you got me. I'm
0: Let me say, Attack on Titan probably has the best animation team in anime right now. Like, (laughs) there hasn't been a bad animated season of Attack on Titan. Oh yeah,
1: has yeah, insane animation. Mm -hmm. But I definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for uh, season four of Attack on Titan. Like, I'm ready. Final season. I'm ready for this. Uh, yeah. I know, but (laughs) David and I, we got this kind of like you know, Walking Dead kind of vibe from it too where you're just like oh what's when is it gonna be
0: happy <laughs> yes yeah, like this can't end well <laughs> yeah it's,
2: like, it's a lot of political
0: aspects to it though like just, you, eat, it, them it's, all. It's, just eat them all no, I'm fun. done I'm done with people gotta eat them all I'm yes we're here arguing politically these people I don't know if you all noticed. there are giants giants <laughs> yes. the, the wall everything you're concerned about is not as important <laughs> Compared to the Giants.
2: <laughs> yeah, one little crack in the wall. and right. It's game over, man. That's the problem. <laughs> it's
0: like, guys, this is not a good look. <laughs>
2: like, that magical wall is supposed to keep the Titans asleep forever. Like, you're just putting cement over somebody's eyes. You yeah, it sounds right.
0: like Game yeah. of Thrones. Actually... Oh, no. No. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Well, see, even with Game of Thrones, do you get to the point where it's like...
1: No, you're right. In that aspect of, like, them trying to quell the fear. Like how people never wanted to believe that there were um, you White know the, the the White Walkers point. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, yo, bro, there's gonna be a problem when winter comes and right. people are like, nah, yo, but like <laughs> oh, but I want to be king though. And you're just like but
0: right. the, the greater king threat of, though. Of who?
1: <laughs> if we die of
3: We're
0: gonna Yeah oh all-
3: I just realized we're living Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> and slightly attack yeah. on Titan.
0: <laughs> 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 just a bit. so so you two watch quite a bit of anime then Mm -hmm. is all right so here's a question for you this is this 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 will be be a good one demon slayer or my hero academia Mm. which one are you picking (laughs) see this is this is not fair (laughs) <laughs>
1: this is not fair, this is not fair. They're, I feel because like they're you not, not you, you can't back, argue That's them. why
0: it's a good, yeah. that's why it's a good question. You don't have backstory on us. I feel I like they're not even comparable go. at this point. At this point, <laughs> I personally- I already probably, know you're gonna say my hero. Yeah, I would probably say my <laughs> hero. Cause I'm big on the edges. Uh, as with like a Naruto and stuff, like um, the-, the, the uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> Wow. you uh, are. <laughs> I'm, I'm big on lineages. I'm big on uh character progression through like training and like getting their like new as really if Tanjiro doesn't have right. that. Okay, I didn't hey. say he does I didn't say he
2: doesn't. So what's your point, David? So
0: what's I'm your second. point, David? But he doesn't like have, he doesn't like, like, have lineage. He has a dead dad. <laughs> what you saying? Like, everybody has a dead dad. Uh,
1: right. So okay. everybody got a dead dad.
0: Deku has his direct
1: he got a dead team, dad
0: though. Leading him towards new things <laughs> and we're learning about the previous generation throughout the process. So all I'm saying is that we got this generational thing that mm-hmm. I am interested in as far as like the backstory leading in through, leading us up through this, uh, which they kind of highlight a little bit more. I'm not saying that it's not bad, uh, not good, because I do appreciate it and I do appreciate all of the like it's like how many forms with this water are we going to (laughs) do like two or three of these things because you know I love character progression right so it's like is he gonna get some more abilities out of this thing um but yeah I just I don't know I like Deku and I like their I like the parallel of their rivalry because the way in which they're doing the rivalry with him and uh yeah um it's so it's a little it's 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 unique compared to a lot of other places. A lot of things like with Sasuke, it was just like, you be bad. I'll be good. We'll keep clashing. And like with this he's like, I refuse to be bad, even though I'm a jerk. But I refuse to be bad though. So it's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that nuance. I I actually I'm on I'm on the same side with you. So I guess we're yes. gonna go with the two uh, my hero people. No, I love and, my hero too. I
1: was gonna say my hero.
0: Were are you <laughs> gonna say my hero? See, I she, was gonna say my hero because I she, I mean she's a, she's a main character. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Not, I won't say hop on, but she fun. loves herself some main characters out of the story. Now, I'm team Vegeta, I'm team. Oh,
1: I will say, I am so <laughs> team um, Vegeta, I'm not team Goku, team, team bad dad. I'm not about that life. Yeah, I was team Goku as a kid. Like
0: father is not a oh, good look, nope, is
3: way
1: better, you know. <laughs> nope, Frieza. When 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 Frieza killed Vegeta,
2: oh, we I all talked about that, man. Hey.
1: Weet. I
2: (laughs) sobbed. I think my
1: mom thought I was crazy (laughs) because (laughs) I was weeping, and then I went to school the next day, and I'm like, "I'm still crying." (laughs)
0: The person who was more affected by when he killed Krillin than when he killed Vegeta, I must have been the only one. What?
2: Yeah, you're the only one,
1: David. And David's a side character lover, actually. I am.
2: You like
0: side? Actually, he loves he loves
1: the side pieces.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Krillin, Krillin, let the record show. Krillin started out stronger than Go- Goku. Okay. And he
1: started out as a horrible person.
0: And then they grew as friends. <laughs> he was a dick. And then you know what a happened? Dick. They both got, you know, they both became friends. And then you know what happened? The writer gods was like, you know what? <laughs> He's gonna be the Saiyan and his power level, we're gonna figure out how we can write it. So it's gonna change whenever we need it to. You know what they said to Krillin? Fuck this guy. <laughs> Very <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> Out of it,
3: worse, Krillin or
1: Yamcha.
0: <laughs> yep, Yamcha, Yamcha, uh, for sure. Yamcha, for uh, sure, because
1: yo, Krillin, Krillin, Krillin got Android yeah. 18. Like, he's this he's is fat. true, yeah, yeah Yamcha, he, he, Yamcha, daddy Krillin, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yamcha's Yamcha. the king of L's. Yeah. Yeah. Krillin but accepted w- his secondary status and was like, it's cool, I'm gonna live my best life regardless. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yamcha
3: lost his girl to
1: Vegeta, yes, and wow. right, and Vegeta to me is like. A Zuko, like Zuko, I feel like Zuko's progression is kind of like a a uh, a Vegeta, um, like yeah, progression as far as I can see are. that.
2: Mm-hmm. I can see that. Like we saw so much character development f- uh, from Vegeta, and I don't know if you guys are particularly like looking at uh, the Dragon Ball Super manga. Super.
1: No, no, nah, I, I fell off of it early on. Oh. <laughs>
0: See, there's another reason for
1: that. And, like, right? and Vegeta was, trend- was trending the other day on Twitter, and I was just like, I don't even know if I'm oh, going to look this up. Yes, you, <laughs> no, should. you should. should. I was just like, he, yo. And he's trending
2: in a big way. <laughs> okay, because at first, yeah.
1: but I was like, I saw one where it was just him in the rain, and I was just like, yo, if he is like dead, dead, I will burn something down. Like, <laughs>
0: I, I No, think oh no, he's far is, from dead. Okay. Yeah, at
2: this moment, this weekend, this is Vegeta's weekend. Until, okay. until Goku does something.
0: Of course, of course. Until of course. the writers say, "Hey, <laughs> hey, don't forget about yeah. our boy." Yeah. <laughs> let's give it. Let's give it back. But <laughs> All right. Pass it, okay. Off. okay. Okay. Then. No spoiler. i gonna find out probably.
1: about Vegeta. Yeah. No,
2: no, no, yeah. no, no spoilers. But uh, it's it's a very. Yeah. You'll be happy.
0: Game. I was happy. Okay.
1: Okay. Because I was yeah. worried, and like no one around me though was talking. Like I don't even know if David was like seeing. Seeing the trends, and I was just like, yo, why is no one telling me what's going on? Like, with Vegeta, my sister didn't even contact me uh, recently, so I, I need to know. I need to know.
2: Uh, I mean, if you need to know, you might have to go
0: way back.
1: Oh, no, yeah, I'm probably going to have to go way back. I mean, yeah. I definitely need...
0: We would have to go way back regardless, because we did not keep up with Super, like, at all, really. I think Beerus, what... What's the last thing you remember? I don't need... <laughs> Did you it guys will. at least finish the Tournament of Power? Right. Did you watch the anime? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So the Tournament of Power was it <laughs> for the anime, but the story <laughs> continues after that in the manga. Mm-hmm. I was pretty done with... <laughs> That, like, I don't know, it's something about DBZ again.
1: David is like a secondary character, even though he did his boy wrong. Gohan, David is a Gohan lover, and he Fuck fell Gohan. off the show after Gohan got turned into just a
2: schoolboy. Let's 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 Videl, Videl you know, one off, Videl. fell
0: off of of DBZ as far as like uh, or Dragon Ball Z going into GT, but primarily Dragon Ball when it started to look like. Oh, we're not actually going to pass the ball. This is going to be Goku <laughs> show regardless. When in the cell games, at the end of the cell games, when uh, Goku is conveniently, mystically floating next to him while they're shooting the commandment, wait, back off, that, This is my shit. I-, yep. nope.
1: Nope. I got this. That was it. That was the moment where they're like, nah, that we're not going to grow this the torch. character.
0: And yep. it was like, nah, we are gonna make him go to high school, fall in love with a girl, and be stupid looking in <laughs> the same. Be a man. God. He went home, that was when he I was, was like, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm with you on that. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that to an extent. It, it I uh, this ultra instinct crap. I don't like that they did in the tournament of power. Like, but I'm not even i'm gonna i'm gonna take us so far off yeah don't don't get it. him started oh, yeah. don't oh, get yeah. him started. okay yeah. okay i'm the same way because i get into my secondary characters that i love that people shit on and it's just like it's a bad look it's just like <laughs> <laughs> talk about our uh arkham knight and how they oh, don't, even them talk them about it. don't even talk about it don't even talk about it
2: all me. right well we're not gonna talk about it but uh <laughs> but, but moving on to disney plus uh david you work for disney don't you
0: <laughs> i happen to do that yes yes all right. so Friday,
2: um night, so tell us about yourself. You know, give us your name. Sure. Your social. <laughs>
0: uh, David Hooker. Um, hail from the East Coast. And then we moved out here in California. Uh, and I started over at Disney in, uh, in QA. I was doing their mobile game testing. And then I moved into their web product development. So, like, uh, right before the launch of, like, Disney Plus and stuff like that, I started working on their websites. So Disney.com uh starwars.com basically just building out the features and the con the the systems that the content creators use disney plus to make the content and whatnot disney plus <laughs> not directly so i'm okay to talk about it because if i worked on it directly i wouldn't be able to talk about it but i can talk. i i i help put up some stuff and, and try to get it get as many people to use it as possible <laughs> 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 oh, that was yeah. the move that was the move for for quite a few weeks He was just like all hands on deck get everybody on this <laughs> uh
2: so what is it what is it like to work for mickey mouse
0: <laughs> yo it's it's interesting there's some okay. okay you got some
2: stories go ahead say it
0: i do have some stories so like okay it's i say it's interesting because um there's a lot of perks to work, you know, you get access to the park for certain positions and things like that. But there's also like, there's this side of it that is still corporate. And like, it's it's weird. So you like, you come in with like, the sort of happiest place on earth, but you also know that it's corporate and that there's deadlines and that people are like, I'm smiling, but you really don't need to act this up. So <laughs> <laughs> let's make it happen. Um, which is hilarious to watch, especially if you're like, sort of, introduced to it because you see the like the power structure of different different groups and stuff. But it's cool. It's um again, I'm working in tech, so I'm still able to uh to work. There haven't been any issues as far as like with COVID and the parks and stuff like that. And they make a, a whole lot of accommodations for folks. Um so mm-hmm. do I recommend it? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> all
2: right. So what you're telling me is that I can give you my resume.
0: All right. I'm totally saying that.
3: You didn't <laughs>
0: is gonna get tired of me I'm like everybody
2: (laughs) I mean besides like what would you say is like the most challenging part of like working for Disney
0: okay so when I was on the and I don't know if this is exclusive to Disney but I would say with big multimedia places in general but like when I was with the, the, the QA side it was the most challenging part was we would get everything at the end, right? So it would be like, you got to like crunch out to get this stuff done. And a lot of times people would be passing things over to you that, um, you wish you would have seen a little earlier. So you could have been like, mm, you messed up period and I can't actually pass this. And so it's gotta go back. And I knew it was going to have to go back before I even started checking. So I wish you would have, <laughs> wish you would have let me know you were sending this through. Cause I'd have reminded you we had this problem. Um, So that's, I mean, that, that was the, like, the issue is like just getting things done. And like, it's all coming to you at the end. You're like, you're the last line of defense for it goes out to the, to the, uh, to the consumers. Right. Um, on the product side, it's the, the issue is like, there's always going to be something, uh, else. And you have to sort of cushion and prepare for the, the part that you didn't realize was going to take place. Cause there's a lot of planning, there's a lot of pre-planning. So like our schedules, uh, my schedule in particular, I'm looking at stuff and it's about three weeks before actual execution of what's about to happen. So like having that many layers backwards, trying to plan forward, is kind of Shikamaru-like. <laughs> You're like, all right, get this and then get, okay, so they're gonna need this and I back it up. Okay, the designers gotta approve it by this time. And then, okay, that's gonna give the devs a couple weeks, go ahead and put in a couple more days of cushion cause it's gonna have a bug and uh, it's gonna come back through. So you're playing this like Red Man, you know, um Rain Man kind of chess game in your head. Um and I say that's the biggest thing, but the the best way to combat all of that is just over communicating.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I think that's the only thing. We only run into hiccups or issues when it's like a drop in communications. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a good explanation awesome all right, all right. Uh, ready to go ahead and turn in their resumes. that's good <laughs> no, I, I give you my you know
2: i got your uh i give you my email address uh, yeah. But like how did you like the day that you found out that you're going to be working with disney like how did what would that uh what was that feeling like like when you got the accept accepting uh Email or whatever. I don't know if they mailed a the letter to you. Right, so I
0: had I had two days, right? So the first day because I was contracting and I just got the contractor spot. So the first day I was just like, "Oh, bet I, I finally get to work over here and I finally get to work in games because I was like, this is something we've been working towards." And so I finally got the opportunity. Honestly, I was just like hype uh, to 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 jump into it and get get involved into it. And then second letter came after I would, had interviewed and got to this position that I have. Um, and that one was kind of weird because. I had a feeling that it was going to go through, but I also had no guarantee. So when it finally came through, I was just like, oh, snap, it's real. Um, And like, side note, I was also hyped because they send you the letter and they send you the package of like your, this is what we're going to do for you, this is your benefits, this is all of that. And I looked at the thing and I was just like, I got to take this before they make (laughs) it. It was clearly a mistake. <laughs> was like, this is this is a, a lot, guys. Yes, <laughs> yes. I like sent the sent the response back like <laughs> like twelve minutes. I was like, thank you. I accept your <laughs> offer. <laughs> but it it was like it was bittersweet in this in the sense that I was super excited, but then also I was like, okay, now it's real. I got to actually make sure that I maintain. Everything that I've been pushing for, you know, because you try to look your best in your interview, right, and try to say all the stuff you can do and and bolster yourself up. But then when it's mm-hmm. time, you know, when they actually say, "Okay, we we want you," then you're like, "Okay, now it's put up or shut up." So it's just like, "Oh, oh," it's it's like it was it was anxious, you know.
2: I mean, I'm I'm excited for you. Well, <laughs> I'll be more excited for myself when I give you my resume.
0: There you go. There you go. I appreciate it. It. I mean. It's a good look, man, it's, it's upsetting because, you know, come from East Coast and it's upsetting because there's a lot of folks who had this sort of track in their in their brain just from proximity. Right. They knew that they were looking towards a company like Disney or a place like, you know, because where we where we live and where we drive out uh, from, there's just it's everything. Right. Um, I work at the Glendale campus at, at Disney. Before we get there, we pass through like uh, Deluxe. We pass through uh, Warner Brothers. Um, there's all the like, Respawn is nearby, and um, uh, what's that other place? Um, there's a bunch of like Dreamworks, studios, like uh, DreamWorks, uh, Hollywood Studios. Like all of this stuff is like all around each other, and so people there, people who grew up out of this area, those areas don't have limited access. They're like, Okay, this is something I can do because I see people going here to work every day like it's like it's nothing like where we're coming from. It's just like, you legit have to uproot your whole life to be able to, to live and do what they what they do, or it seems like it, you know, mm-hmm. So it's it definitely opened my eyes to that. And like how some people look at the opportunity versus how others do. So Right. So in, in, in that, uh, in that respect, would you still would you like to be able to do the work that you're doing now but still be on the east coast or do you like being where you're at that's a good question because i don't know how the, i don't know how the east coast would be if we had the thing the access to the things that are available here right and so in that regard i'm curious you know, because it seems like like a like a, a, a elseworld kind of deal. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what D.C. looks like if it was, it's not just government, you know, like it's it's tough out there because there's so much fear of like legislate or fear of liability and getting sued and all of that. And like over there is a lot more chill or over here is a lot more chill Um and then just people's general demeanor is a lot more chill. So that's I mean, with that, I kind of feel like I would rather be over here. Um I don't like fires per se. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, well, okay, but, but you don't yeah. also like blizzards. I don't like blizzards. I don't like I don't like shoveling my own snow. We don't I,
1: really have
3: blizzards had, anymore. I've not had to do mm. that
0: since we, we haven't had here. it this year. Wow. Did we did we get any snow this year at all? No, nah, we we did, yeah. but it wasn't snow that stopped.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It was like hit the ground day. melt Yeah. Wow. mm
0: yeah, see, I think that's the thing, too. Like we, we love we love some of the just the things out here and the access and like the areas and, and how people are for the majority. Like there's a lot of concern that people have about how people are out in Cali and to us, it's always yeah. been like, at least people like stop and say words. So, like we go to the Trader Joe's and you're looking at something. Like, like, hey, how are you, you doing? Try these we things. have We're
1: like six yeah. conversations in Trader Joe's right. every time we go. <laughs> yeah,
3: people are mad friendly.
1: <laughs> yeah, people talk to us all the time. All we do is talk everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. And
0: even the like the nod of acknowledgement as a as a personal cut you know, the black man nod of acknowledgement it exists is real mm-hmm. out here and like you realize why because you're legit the minority. So like I think right it's there. universal. I mean yeah, I, go, I definitely see, feel like we did it back in I, Maryland too though. We did it in Maryland, <laughs> no, but it wasn't there was there was a level of respect that was expected out of the nod. It wasn't like a like there was there was layers to the nod because it wasn't it wasn't like scarcity, right? Where it was just like I'm not because right. if something go down, I know to help out the black man. It was like I'm not to make you know that I know that I know that you know that we, <laughs> right? right?
3: Like That's <laughs> what you're doing. But so there's a lot of history <laughs> in that in Cali, like, um, especially when you think about Oakland and the Black Pano mm-hmm. movement out there. Like Cali is black is low key, you know, like people mm-hmm. out there like you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny too, like. So, <laughs> Even at a Disney, right? Like you got your people, and maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm I've had some sessions of, of like work with the like black groups, and like you have people come in, and then they'll be like, "Oh man, I'm just <laughs> glad to be around some black people." <laughs> right? Not-
3: it makes so much sense now.
2: <laughs> no, I feel you because I think I think I was walking around in dc or maryland somewhere mm-hmm. and i was with somebody and then this dude just gave me like the nod mm-hmm. and then i gave it back to him out of like reaction yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: can't help but do it
2: <laughs> and, and the person with me was like you know that dude i was like nope No, nope.
1: you know, i've had that happen so many times too that i would like <laughs> nod to people and people were like hey did you know that person <laughs> no <laughs> nope. That's-
0: Yep. Tasha. I, say, I would say, like, out here, you kind of, you know, out, East Coast, you kind of get, like, the upward not. Like, out here, you're like, yep. <laughs> see you, you see me. We know what's going down. It's like... It.
3: <laughs> so what is the culture like for you, Tasha, at um, Insomniac? Like, you know, because I know that in the the big world, or so they say, they would like to say that there aren't that many girl gamers. There aren't that many... Well, spoiler alert, folks know that you work on the now, but, um, you know, there, a lot of people like to think there's not that many, um, women who are gamers. There's not that many, let alone black women who are gamers. Mm-hmm. So, um, how did you like talk a bit about how you got into it? Mm-hmm. Number one. And then two, like, you know, what's your day to day, you know, mm-hmm. what's the culture like and or how you might want to change the culture.
1: Mm-hmm um yeah i definitely think that there is a huge stigma that women don't play games or that women don't make games and i mean there's definitely fewer women in games um and fewer women in a lot of industries just because of how they were initially built up to be uh you know focused on you know this is a man's job or whatever um but i think too when it comes to your your past or whatever you were into as a child um it's having someone around you who can tell you that this is something you can do. You can get into these things. And um I look at it even with like working at Disney, like David's saying, like having things in proximity. When I lived on the East Coast, I did not like I've been playing games. I feel like I came out of the controller with a womb. I mean I came out of the womb with a controller because I just <laughs> okay. it's all it's been everything I've known since I was a small child. And it's like my my father plays games, my mom plays games, like when we would have uh like family time, we would that was usually what we did if we didn't play like regular board games, we always had you know we always had a game system in our house and um and then but again my my father was also very um my father and both my mother are military and he was very focused on like you know you need to do a set path so you can get a set position so that you can be comfortable for life, but it never was on that creative side of like do animations you draw like get into art like make movies um you know comic books or video games and so it definitely was not something in the forefront of my mind that I thought I could do until my uh until I was even in college um my sister my god sister she actually um she's four years younger than me and her my godmother was like look you love games you love art like why don't you make them and i'm sitting back like what are you talking about why are you telling her this how can you do that and um so she finds like my godmother does all the research is like yo there's schools that teach you how to make games and of course i know all of the success stories of of people who started companies in their garage you know tim Schafer's and things like that but um it's it was not something that you know as a as a job or as a career that you could pursue that you applied to I never thought that that was, I just hadn't had it on my, the forefront of my mind that I could do so. And so seeing my sister go to school for game design, um, she happened to, she went to school at Ringling in, in Florida, and then she went to GDC, which is the Game Developers Conference. And so her school sent her out there, and so she was like, look, you need to come out here, you need to do this, I know you love games too, and... Um, she was like, they have a volunteer program. It's, it's called the uh, Conference Associates. And you can sign up to be a conference associate to volunteer at GDC. And so when David and I moved out to California, we applied. And I did not get accepted. And David did. And it Damn. rocked my world because I was on this. I was like, look, yo, they went to this thing. We need to do this. We need to sign up for it this year. And... He 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 waited to like the last day, the day before the application was submitted, and boom, got accepted. <laughs> and I was I was devastated. I was like, "Yo, this is my life. This is my love. Like, I love games. Like, how how am I not you know picked for this program?" And uh, I mean, and it's a very thorough process. They um how they do get volunteers because they they want to make sure too that. Uh, people who have been doing it can come back and do it, but there is also new people who get introduced to it and making sure that it's the focus of, of that. The attendees have the best time of their life here while you also have the ability to take part in the sessions and the meet and greets and whatnot of other develop of other developers while you're there. And um,
0: So side note, uh, thank you, Bowie State, for uh, teaching me how to get that uh, essay written, um, <laughs> Procrastination 101. Uh, so I got... <laughs> I got accepted. She got waitlisted, right? Um, and so she was still, in the event that people were moved out or what have you, she would be or able couldn't
1: to, make it, or you know, were it, sick or whatever.
0: Like she was on this waitlist, but we really didn't weren't able to see exactly how how deep the waitlist was or what have you. But go ahead, I don't want to cut you off.
1: So then we, uh, David, I think like it was the the day of that we actually drove up to or we rode we took a mega bus up to san francisco and david's just like look we're just gonna go up there together i don't care i'm gonna take you with me like we're gonna do this and i'm over here panic attack like this is not gonna work we're gonna go up to san francisco we're not gonna have any money like we literally had just moved out to california and i mean we were scraping by uh so i was definitely like i don't even know if this is right for us right now and um so we went up there and as we're going, he emails the, um, the head of the the program, the conference associate program and says, look, my wife is waitlisted. We're coming. Or I, I think it was just his girlfriend at the time. Um, but he was saying like, look, we're going to come up there. Uh, I know that she's waitlisted. is isn't a possibility that she can get a spot, you know, if, if, if there's anything open and he hits him back, like, yo, someone dropped out today. They had a family emergency
3: no. and she can
1: do it. And it was just like, oh my gosh, we were like in San Jose about an hour out of San Francisco when we got the call that I could actually participate in the program. And so it was that program that actually changed my life and actually allowed me to meet people who, um, when I got my first job working at Respawn in QA. Um, So I am a QA analyst at Insomniac right now. And I was able to get into the industry because someone saw that I was a volunteer at, uh GDC and they were like look you know it, it's such a, a monumentous conference for the game industry and it's something too that anytime I, I hear people saying that they want to get into the industry I definitely think it's 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 fundamental that they attend this conference either as a student as a volunteer like as a as an attendee if they can afford a ticket um because just the amount of people you get to meet just the um, and and because it, I, I really feel like it's in so many aspects, it's who, you know, um, that helps you get, you know, to various places in life. Um, it's about building those connections, building those friendships. And I had someone that was able to speak for me too, as a conference associate, when I applied to respawn and they were like, yo, yeah, let's bring her in. Let's interview her. And, um, and so that's how I got my, my first industry job working on Titanfall two. And
0: well, also she wasn't just like, the conference, uh, to, to paint a picture of the conference, the, oh, conference yeah. is the largest gaming, uh, game game developers conference uh, that happens, right? And so there's a bunch annually, and this annual, this one in San Francisco is the biggest one. It takes up two It was the biggest
1: one in the United States, because they have it. Yeah, in the U.S. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So... When they have when you have the uh, the conference, you need uh, this about 400 volunteers that all come together to work in, in various areas to help check badges or assign people in or help with the, the speakers and when they need help or um, work the info desks and booths and things like that. Um, so Tasha did so well. And was able to work with people so well. And a lot of folks, it's a really good environment. A lot of these people, I don't know how this dude is able to read essays and tell that people are actually good, good, <laughs> good ass people. But like <laughs> we, every time that we've gone, we haven't been like, "Man, this group sucks." It's like we've been doing it for like six years now. This right? would
1: have been our seventh year if uh, you know. If COVID, COVID hadn't
0: it took away from us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: seventh seventh consecutive year volunteering, or but, well, now now it's a paid. Um,
0: yeah. Yes. Yeah but the the thing is that she was able to interact with all these people and again like you said networking is so big in this industry and then just in the entertainment industry as a whole right you see people who overlap and have worked on this project and that project and then they pull in people that they're like i really liked working with that person so i'm gonna work with them and the conference was like our first baby introduction to be able to do that and so when we did and just get like, a fundamental I like, like
1: overview of what game development is because i think mm-hmm. that there is such a like I don't think that people really understand the logistics of making a game.
0: Or um, how, how easy the, um, I'll say, I'll say easy access it is depending on what tier you're trying to do. Like everyone thinks game and thinks I got to make the next, like, game.
1: I got to be a programmer right. too. Or you, you think that right. you have to go in as a programmer, like you got to have a programmer's background. Um,
0: Not knowing and it, that you could right, a, and you could be a marketing director. Exactly. You could exactly, be what you what can, you're doing social media manager. exist in that realm, yeah. some kind of way.
1: Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, so, and that's too, like the people there also encouraged me to take that step to applying, uh, to the industry. And a lot of times you do look at, people do look at QA as like kind of this entry level job. And I definitely think the industry as a whole is working more to, um, make it uh, declared as this essential position because it it is like, you can't ship a game without it being thoroughly, you know, QA and uh, and tested. It's
0: vital. So like- is absolutely vital right and when i first started over at um at disney when i was, the testing i was doing was certification testing so it's like these things have to be in the game or the game can't be approved to go out the door like it won't be added to the A- apple store it won't be added to uh, uh android play um and it's like you assume that this group that they're hiring uh to do this needs to be needs to be as uh, um as important right Structurally, hierarchy-wise, like you, you gotta accept that this is super important because you make no money if your game doesn't launch, right? You have the best artists in the world, the best programmers in the world. Mm-hmm. If you don't have somebody to check that box and double check to make sure that this actually happens or that it has the right age gate or whatever, then it can't launch. Or if it doesn't launch, it gets pulled. So it's like it's very, it's it, it's super important that people even just recognize the the, the position.
1: True. Yeah. True and yeah so like right now it's kind of like my mission as a black woman to like encourage more people of color to um get into games and i will say like at, at insomniac it's, it's literally the best place i've ever worked like I've, I've worked for you know parks and Rec. i've worked at other game studios and it's literally like i just want to copy and paste insomniac across all studios just Aww. because it's such a phenomenal place to work and um And I think too, like they're the goal of the studio, um, it very much in lines with my own personal goals as far as like, um, just creating a positive and lasting impact on people. And that's like what I want to do in my own personal life and my own, um, my, my own art and my own like, uh, projects that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And as you know, being in QA, um, I definitely feel like it gives me the foundation to kind of do what I want and where I want to go within the company. Um, And again, like, I didn't know that games, like I can actually work in games and I just want to make sure that like other people do know that this is an opportunity for them. And again, you could be like a Foley artist. Like if you just want to make sound effects, if you want to um, either uh, program controller rumble or um, do uh, just and like animation, just being an animation artist or a map cater.
0: Like, to be honest, there's one, there's a job that a lot of people just disdain and it's rigging. It's it's technical. Actually being a technical <laughs> artist is like. So you'll put the, the basically the bones of the, animator, put the bones
1: in the. Yeah.
0: Before the animator can animate the bones got to go into the, the character mm-hmm. and like someone has to sit there and put all those uh, joints and uh, um, mm-hmm. associate them to the right spot in the arms and legs and all of that stuff. Um, and, and it's a very
1: like tedious uh, yeah.
0: position, but, but I mean,
1: it's cool too. Like it's still hella cool to get the it's, bone
0: it's out. It's cool and it still needs you to know. be done. And like, it, yeah. it's, it's just funny that there's so much about the industry that people don't aren't exposed to. Mm -hmm. which I think is another thing. It's just like, we just wish more people were exposed to more of the stuff. Like there's consultate, there's consultation, there's UI UX design, there's researchers that come Mm -hmm. in there's, Mm -hmm. you know, again, everything that's on the business side is the financial side. Mm -hmm. Like it's a business that's got to make money. If you've worked in finance and you like games, like a a ton of the people who work, you know, in finance for games are in that same boat. It's like, well, I like video games, and mm-hmm. if I got to be crunching these numbers, I'd rather be crunching them somewhere, <laughs> where at least on Fridays, we get to play this game. So. <laughs> right. so what you're telling me is, is when I play a game and the character ragdolls, that means somebody didn't do their job.
1: <laughs> I mean, usually ragdoll is is intentional like they do they want to the ragdoll is something that's done so that it's not continued to animate because that'll use up memory um so they need you actually need that ragdoll sequence to happen i mean like it may happen inappropriately or like depending on how it falls sometimes like you can't you can't actually calculate how the body is going to react when it hits certain things. And of course, that's all being built in and being tested as far as like yeah, if the and, body and falls and over this way, or ahead. if it lands on this object, it should not be propelled across the screen. Um, <laughs> but it's like when usually you see that one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know that you're
0: playing Skyrim and you hit somebody yeah. and then they just like, chart off the map but again (laughs) it's because
1: they dropped everything that that they used to animate that character so that Mm -hmm. it's not it's not being calculated at all you know it's not being run so that it's just gone
0: right physics physics don't matter all of it yeah Yeah. exactly yeah Yeah. but (laughs) you
1: yeah but you do want to just kind of plop down on the ground all the other things i just feel like they're happy accidents (laughs) yeah
2: so so Rio, how many times have you respawned in call of duty into a
0: wall Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Actually, in this new one, I haven't ever. Oh, uh, wow. But, but some of the death animations are hmm. hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, when you get hit with an explosion and go flying into a wall, yeah. like you literally just press up against the wall like a pillow <laughs> and then slowly drop back down to the floor. But another thing that I want to say, um, before we segue this again, um, you working for Insomniac, And you saying that you love working for Insomniac and it's like the greatest place on earth besides Disney. (laughs) Disney Plus. Um, (laughs) I I believe you 100% because Spider-Man PS4 is the best iteration (laughs) of Spider-Man in media that has ever been made. Like it got everything right. It wow. was so good to it play did. that game and not know anything about it because she was working on the you know, she works at the place that made it. <laughs> so perhaps she was working around people who are also working on the game. It got <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever right, influences right. you need to, right? <laughs> but uh I couldn't know anything. I told her I want to be fresh because one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game, uh for a long time was uh spider-man 2 yes movie. yep yes. it's the truth yes. is <laughs> legit like <laughs> so much of that game was just like perfect like the, the swinging and being able to swing with you know because if you played the first one you knew that you just saw, the swing animation is basically the yeah. same animation yeah. um and you were swinging yeah. on like you were fighting hobgoblin in that first game, okay. and you were swinging in the sky. You were near no buildings, but you were just swinging still, fighting. right? weren't grabbing on can, anything, right. <laughs> just air grabs. But like the second one changed the game; it was crazy good. And I was just like, when she when she told me that, you know, when they re- released and said that they were going to be working on the title, I was like, the swinging has to be good. i <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna be pissed. Because I would play like game and just do the like the daddy long leg spin around thing, like unlock all the air tricks. So I could just swing around. Like half the time I was not even fighting crime. It's like yeah, like, car whatever. Pe- people are like, "Help me!" And you're like, "No, man, I'm too busy doing tricks." <laughs> on here. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then it came out and I was just like, "This feels so right." It felt right, Brian. So yeah. But not just the gameplay. I'm talking yeah. about the story, just the, 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 uh, the way the characters are presented, like mm-hmm. their personalities. It was, it was perfect. It's, I mean, I'm talking about better than all the movies, all cartoons, <laughs> uh, you name it. It's, I mean, it's comic book Spider-Man and you're controlling. The way it was supposed to be, exactly. And
1: I, I will say because I'm, I'm also like a fan of Spider-Man myself, and like a lot of people within the studio um, are definitely fans. So I think just everybody, it's just a lot of love went into in, into the game.
0: Yeah. Oh, you can tell. You can tell.
1: Hmm.
2: So, um, Natasha, like, what, what does it to feel like to basically work on? A title, and then there's like a bus going by, and then you see the graphic like the poster. It's like, you know what? I worked on that game.
1: It is insane. I will tell you, when when Spider Man, when we went to E3, um, just to see it on the side of the uh, the the convention center, like honestly, I was like crying, I was like, (laughs) just. do you see i just look i'm on the shirt guys I, i'm a part of that like and just to get my um well it wasn't my second but my my industry badge you know at e3 that had insomniac on it and and like i did have a lot of people that like walked up to me to just like thank me for you know the game even the, the game hadn't even come out at that point and like people were just like i'm so excited and i'm just like i'm excited for you <laughs> it's just like i mean absolutely again the best and only because too like the just all the heart that was behind like creating it It it's just like I can't wait for people to experience this and it's just like that's again one of the one of the best things about working in games too is just like getting to see people go through things and like I watched a lot of like let's plays and stuff like that to see how people would react to certain uh segments in the game and I mean it was just like even now it's just like mind-blowing to think you know that I've had some small impact in someone's life when they played this game.
2: Sure. <laughs> so, um, Go ahead, Cece.
1: I was going to say, I think that's such
3: a beautiful thing about like, you know, knowing you both personally um, and like, I've known you all my adult life. It's so easy. <laughs> like I met y'all when I was 18 years old. Yeah. Um, and seeing y'all go from, you know, us being in that dorm room where you were like caterpillars under the covers when you yes. weren't. Video games or sometimes (laughs) both you're under the covers playing video games. Um, And going from that, (laughs) like, you know, from us graduating to, you know, and then you were there for me, you know, when I was pledging and after my pledge process and like, just seeing where you both come to now. And like you said, you left, like y'all took a chance together and went to California with nothing yeah, but yeah, a dream, like a dial. packed up our car. Mm-hmm. Like real <laughs> shit. And y'all get to where you are now. It's like such a beautiful thing. I'm so proud. Oh. Of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Thank I mean,
0: we did take our TV. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we took that in our 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 our, our, yeah. our PC tower, which honestly is still going strong. Right. I will say. Yes. That's yep.
0: The essentials. Yes,
1: yeah. the essentials: TV and PC and our console. Our the fatty, right. the fatty, came with us at that time. Yes, Bowie State. We in here. We all making it
3: any way that we can. When we got Rio with us, Rio's our honorary bulldog for the. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
2: until he say something smart. Oh no! <laughs> Whatever.
3: You be. You just mad cause Alex not here. So you need an enemy right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah definitely gotta have y'all back for sure for sure
2: yeah we gotta have you guys back and then shout
3: about know.
0: that
3: west world
2: yes give me like give me like two weeks to feels. watch everything
3: right and then we can talk about avatar too man we got so much yes yes have well, you, have, on, have no, you no, finished no, no. it yet which oh. avatar though like you like gotta clarify to three. i was what like the- hooker i fell asleep Oh
2: no. <laughs> you have to clarify which avatar. You got the animated
3: it. one on the whole Netflix.
2: title. Okay.
3: An- avatar the Last Airbender, I'm sorry. Not okay. not, there.
2: Not, not the <laughs> Not the movie. Not the,
3: the Shyamalan Oh, I don't even What is that? <laughs> I, don't, I thought uh, you were Rio. talking about not M Nice Shyamalan. Oh, I
1: I don't even acknowledge
2: that. Rio has I, never <laughs> seen Avatar. The yeah, yeah I've never watched the, the, uh, the Last
0: Airbender. Okay, okay. Watch. We I can just, talk I about this do. too. We can talk about this too, but unpopular but true opinion based on facts. The story of Avatar The Last Airbender.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
0: Is a better story then
1: you're trying to blow people's minds
0: star wars the original trilogy (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that that's the end of our podcast (laughs) i knew that's (laughs) i I don't know how i knew but i knew that's what you were gonna say
3: okay so so now i really gotta finish watching this series yeah
0: yeah, that's our (laughs) soundbite. thank you David. (laughs) (laughs) this This is is gonna gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings yeah until they sit sit with it (laughs) <laughs> not I'm saying, not saying that both aren't great, there.
2: but, you know,
0: there's, like...
2: There's I layers to this. But you're layers. talking about
0: just the story totally. and all. Totally,
2: Like, how Thank it
1: progresses, you. character progression. Like, definitely, by far, Star Wars No, 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 you're oh, much
2: we, content. Oh. We, got, yeah, yeah. we got
1: we got we oh. got it. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we need content. We're going to end this right, right. here. So, uh, won't you guys, you know, give us your... I mean, it's right down the bottom, but for people who are <laughs> listening... Uh, on anchor and spotify Won't you guys give us your uh social medias where we can follow you if you don't mind people mm. following you
1: All follow of <laughs> um david
0: <you> <laughs> all righty i am uh hey, it's gonna be hooktastic
1: oh you got some sound
0: so somebody uh, open up
2: the plastic bag what's going on david <laughs>
0: I tried to give the like slight point to Tasha. Be like, go ahead. You oh, go first. my that's, bad, my
1: bad, my bad.
0: We don't catch all of these. All of uh, I didn't. All it's it's <laughs> a process. It's a journey, not a day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. that's
1: true. My bad.
0: But no, uh, I, it's hooktastic h zero zero k tastic, and it's um that's my Instagram, uh, and also are my my stream for uh, Twitch. I haven't been on much though. You can normally find me uh, in the background of Tasha's uh, which she can give you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Tasha, what's your give us your uh, social medias?
1: So I'm at uh Love Usagi. That is L-U-V-U-S-A-G-I. A lot of people mistake it thinking I'm saying I love, you know, like G I like a soldier, but uh it is Love Usagi, Sailor Moon, Usagi Sukina.
3: Yes, 1999
1: this is my official like yahoo gave me this (laughs) yahoo gave me this name when i tried to like create an email so um yes uh love usagi um i'm and that is my username on twitter um instagram twitch and facebook and so you can follow me on all those things and i'm also streaming the last of us part two right now if you don't follow me on twitch
0: all right cool captain griffin Uh, You can catch me on Instagram at Griffin underscore studios. I do not have a Twitch, although I probably should have one because I might be famous by now. Um, (laughs) And you can watch me beat The Last of Us probably tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you can follow me on Twitter where I'll post all my spoilers for The Last of Us Part (laughs) 2, which is Rio, R-I-O underscore Griffin all
2: right cc's (laughs) feet
3: lord please leave my feet out of this (laughs) i was about to say at cc's feet no, cc the geek on all platforms well facebook twitter and instagram and then don't forget to follow hbcu con on all platforms well those three platforms and that's it. I was about to shout out everybody gets one, but I'm like, wait, I'm on this podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on like on three or you know, two other different podcasts. So
2: <laughs> all right, well, follow me at uh SF Design 21 on all platforms. And if you want to see all the sexy stuff, sf.boudoir. Ooh. On uh yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Um, you can also follow everybody gets one at everybody gets zero one. On all platforms, um, and you can follow Alex, who's now here, at Metro underscore Tom on Instagram and all his other stuff. I forgot what it was. He's
3: on it Twitter. Was, he beat he's on Twitter.
2: Twitter? Yeah, yeah, Metro underscore underscore Tom. I think. Okay. Yeah, for Twitter, Twitter, for all his stuff that he like to shit talk people. So, um, and <laughs> stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean that's the end of it. And just make sure you guys follow and subscribe on Insta. Uh, on instagram as well and on our youtube page yeah so with that we'll see you guys next time and we got to get you guys back um in two weeks or when i finish westworld
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm always down to chat anime too
2: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got a whole fucking list but i'm yeah. gonna get
0: into bring her <laughs> off for, uh, for all anime um if it's if it's dc marvel or in between i uh, i got you she probably got oh. you too but i got you oh, also okay.
1: cyberpunk was a uh, book really. <laughs> and uh, i was gonna say i am getting the collector's edition so if you want to do like an unboxing
2: Okay, something
1: like that. that. Yeah, but even though I got pushed back, I thought, you know, I thought it was gonna be July, but okay.
0: I should have done an unboxing.
1: Yeah. (gasps) True. Wow.
0: Yes. Look, look who's on the back. Oh my goodness. What? That bitch. (laughs) Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing.
2: Yeah, yeah. So with that note, bye niggas.
0: Oh my god.